Welcome back, my beautiful people, to another episode of Talk It Up with Tierra Monique. I am Tierra Monique, and it is time to talk it up. Welcome back. Happy Friday. If you're listening to this on Friday, January the 15th, 2021, happy Friday. If not, happy to you on any other day that you're listening to this. (laughs) I hope you are all having a great day wherever you are. If you're not, I pray that things will get better for you. This is episode 43, and um, this is season three, so my seasons go like every 20 episodes, so or 21. I think I've went a little longer in season two, so this is season three for me, and it's episode 43. Um, I'm so glad that you have come back to me come back to me (laughs) that you have come back to my podcast to hear me talk about everything that I go through in my life remember this podcast is to help you learn and grow and become the best your best selves through my experiences and through the things that I have learned throughout my life and that I am continuing to learn because nothing is mastered really you know you're constantly learning about yourself learning about other people Um, each and every day and if you're not then I challenge you to learn something new about yourself learn something new about life focus on yourself a little bit and try to figure out what you need to work on what you don't need to work on and just live your best life okay okay so with that being said as you can see the podcast title for the day is she get it from her dot 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 that could be anything, right? She get it from her mama. She get it from her daddy. She get it from her grandma. She get it from her sister, her brother. Who? Who she get it from? So that's a term that I found out about years ago from, I think it was a song, a rap song. She get it from my mama, something like that. It might be Juvie. I don't know. <laughs> it was back in the 90s, though. But you always heard she get it from her mama. And it was always um, a term that uh, was that coincide with the way a woman looked as far as her shape. Um, If she had a nice body, she get it from her mama. Um, If she had, you know, beautiful hair or a great smile, or and then it turned into, you know, as far as the characteristics of a woman. You know, she had a bad attitude or. know if she was very nice or generous you know all the things all different qualities then it started off as she get it from her mama all right sorry y'all so um yeah she get it from my mom but today it's not going to be about her hair her looks or anything like that and I'm referring to her as far as me she get it from her dot 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 it's about me getting certain characteristics and behavior um, habits from my family and um, most of the things that I uh, got from my family was from my mother and my grandmother and I didn't really realize a lot of it until this week (laughs) I mean I learned a lot before from my mom growing up with her but as you know some of you may know I take care help take care of my grandmother and 
she has dementia and it is an everyday different scenario each and every day she's never the same person every day um, she may remember she may not remember and there was some things she got upset with me this week and um, I want to go into that in just a minute but I forgot to pray so let's pray God, I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for today. I thank you for all my listeners who are listening today. I pray that everything I'm going to say to them, that they will listen to it and take it in, open up their hearts, their minds, that we can break family um, behaviors that were not um, good for us, that were toxic, and that we can, that we can become better for ourselves and for our own children and people around us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Okay, so back to my story. Story time. I got ahead of myself. So, um, this week, my grandmother, um, she's had a week. Okay, and it's so funny, kind of, kind of, her, her behaviors are starting to coincide with my cycles. <laughs> and I'm talking about my menstrual cycles. Uh, we're all grown. Don't get grossed out. I'm a woman. I'm, I'm 39. I, I still have menstrual cycles. So this week, um, I've been experiencing the normal PMS stuff, you know, mood swings a little bit, not so much, but you know, I just, sometimes I want to be by myself. Sometimes I just, you know, I'm not in a happy mood, not because I don't want to be, but, um, I'm still experiencing like major cramping and stuff. But anyway, I don't want to get too far onto me, but anyway, so I'm going through my menstrual cycle this week and I'm taking care of my grandmother she's and her week her behaviors this week have been crazy like <laughs> and it used to be like it used to be like an everyday thing like well, okay one day is this way and the next day is this way this week has been like every moment is different so you know one moment she doesn't remember next moment she does and so this week she's been having a lot of cranky behaviors and in her cranky behaviors she has shown a side of her that I really, I can ever really remember. I used to always equate that type of behavior with my mother because I experienced with my mother. And I know you're thinking, well, what are you talking about, Tara? I'm talking about um, mood swings. Like my mom would go through these mood swings. Oh my gosh. It was like, you just did not know. You could not do right for a while in my life. So she would go to these mood swings. Sorry, y'all had to close the door. She would go to these mood swings and you just didn't know, you know, you were come, who you were coming or going. And my grandmother had that uh, for the past two days. She's been up and down with her moods. I was like, you know what? My mom got this from her mother. That's why I say she get it from her mama. She get it from dot dot dot. Because my whole life, I kept thinking that she only, my mom only got that from her father. Which I've never really been around my gran- my grandfather like that. Um, he is still living, thank God. Um, <clears throat> but. I don't have a really close relationship with my grandfather, but, um, for a lot of other reasons, but I always thought it was from him because 
I've heard so many stories from my grandmother, who used to be married to him many, many, many years ago. They're now not together um, because he was very um, physically, emotionally, and verbally abusive to her. And so I thought that most of my mother's um, toxic, toxic behaviors came from him, but I'm learning that it was a culmination of my grandmother and my uh, grandfather and so the whole my whole life I put my grandmama on it like right right next to God like <laughs> it was God which entitles Jesus and the Holy Spirit and then it was my grandma it was like boom boom she could do no wrong she could do no wrong and she still in my mind can't do no wrong and I love my grandmother so much but I'm noticing that the older she gets more that her dementia progresses and I know that some of this could be you know because of the dementia but I'm noticing that you know some of it some of it is like like things that she probably used to be she probably used to act this way early on in her life but now it's coming out now um, as she gets older but I was like whoa okay so it was not just my mother (laughs) I didn't, I didn't learn this just from my mom. My mom learned it from her mom. And I'm pretty sure my, my grandmother probably learned it from her mom. And so it's like, it goes from one generation to another generation to another generation. And I was like, okay, Tiara, I don't want to pass this down to my daughter. You know, I don't want her to have these same toxic behavior traits. And then she go through life with, with all these things I'm going to talk about in a little bit. And then she passes it down to her children. It's like we have to learn when to stop it. So we're going to get into all that after we come back from a word from our sponsor. Okay, welcome back. So welcome back to episode 43. Again, the title is called she get it from her dot 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 so like i said in my story time i just learned some things about my grandma that (laughs) i was like, okay so this is a generational thing and it doesn't have to be and i think sometimes we get in our head and we think oh you know well my mama did it and my her her mama did it and her grandmama did it and her and it just keeps going on and on and on and on as if that's the way of life just because mama and them did it and big mama and them did it and granny and great grandma and all them did it does not mean that you have to continue to do it it does not mean that you cannot change how you react in life and how you handle certain situations um, for the better of not only of your life but for your children's lives and the next generation after you so i wrote down some things okay um what I'm going to tell you is some things that I learned as I reflected and as I was doing my research about generational curses or what you could call a generational learned behavior. Um, there are some tips and things that I think are not only beneficial to me, but can be beneficial to you as well. You know, generational habits can make you or they can break you. There are good generational habits, you know, if, if, you know, if it was passed down that, you know, you should 
be nice and generous to others. That's great if it was passed down that you should make sure you take care of your finances and pay your bills on time. That's great if it was passed down that you should, you know, value family and, and value um, your spouse and um, make sure that you value God and and yourself and your self-worth. That Those things are all great generational learned behaviors because those are good. But on the flip side, there is toxic generational learned behavior that we probably have all experienced right right so here are some things well first i want to say is that i i want you to know that behaviors that are passed down okay you don't have to accept them as true but if you when i say that i mean like you don't have to accept them as permanent they don't have to be Okay, but if you don't recognize that that's what's going on in your family, that's what's going on right now in your life. Okay, if you don't recognize that that these behaviors are toxic, then you will continue to keep thinking that it's everybody and it's not you. You'll continue to keep thinking that I don't have a problem. My family doesn't have a problem. And if you can't deal with it, then step you don't have to be a part of our lives and I don't have to be a part of your life and vice versa and that is not a way to live your life you don't want to constantly isolate yourself from other people outside of you outside of your family circle just because um, you don't want to change because in order to be successful in life change is inevitable you have to change something you have to change something about yourself to make yourself better not to appease anyone or to become something that you're not but if what you are is toxic and stressful not only to yourself and others then there is something that you need to do and that is called change (laughs) okay okay all right so here are some tips that i learned not only um did i think of some of these myself but also um it was con- I got confirmation about what I was already thinking um, when I went to I went I googled um, generational person generational learned behavior and I came across this website called greatness.com and it's a great um, self care mind body and soul and life website the website is spelled G R with the number eight N E ss.com so that's greatness.com it's not spelled out great it's spelled out gr the number eight n-e-s-s.com all right all right so tips 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 number one if you realize that you are a, a come from a family who ignores their self-care Here's some things that you need to realize, um, some things you need to do. So um, you need to develop a healthy way of viewing self-care. And when I say about self-care, I'm not just talking about your mental wellness. I'm talking about your health, your physical health. So my grandmother worked 24-7 all the time. She had a great job. She worked in um, the counseling industry I guess I guess I want to say industry but in the counseling field where she helped um, she was a counselor for people who 
from, from mental um, disability. Am I working so much? Um, she found herself not taking care of herself, ignoring all of the warning signs when it came to her self-care. So, um, it led her to now having so many medical issues. Like, she had to retire early, and she loved doing what she was doing. Like I said, she was a mental health counselor at a, um, adult group home for the mentally disabled, um, and she loved it, but she had to retire early because she kept having strokes. She had a major stroke, I think when she was like 64, and she had some mini strokes. The doctor ended up putting her in 24-7 oxygen care. It was just like something that probably would not have ever happened if she had slowed down and not took care of herself. And this is something that I've learned from her and from my mom. My mom just goes, 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 and goes. She doesn't stop. She doesn't take time for herself. And when she does, she's just sleeping. And I just think that those are learned behaviors that I don't want my children to do. I don't want them to feel like they have to go and go and go um, in order to feel like they're productive or their life has meaning or whatever the case may be. Like, I don't know why my grandma worked so much. I don't know if it was because uh, her second husband, which is my grandfather Barnes it was because he died and now you know it's like you know what else is there for me to do I mean she did enjoy her life she vacationed she you know but it was very few and far between so um that's a learned behavior ignoring your self-care and you end up developing a a, um, unhealthy view of taking care of yourself because I know for me I'll wait till last minute and go to the doctor one, because I don't want to pay all that, the high deductible fees. <laughs> but two, um, I'm always thinking, oh, I'm going to get this. I'm going to, it'll be all right. Oh, I'm going to pray this away. And not to say that God cannot heal me, but he also created doctors. And he created medicine, which I don't like taking pharmaceutical medicine all the time. I like taking holistic medicine. But God created things to help us. And the way God heals us is not always through some miraculous prayer. He says, okay, I'm going to heal you. You need to go to this doctor to find out what else is going on with you. You know, I learned from Dr. Darius Daniels um, last week that faith, having faith does not mean you deny reality. Having faith is that you believe God can change it. And then you have to give up the way that you think God's going to change it. And for so many years, I know in the Christian church, especially in the Baptist church, you just believe, oh, you know, I'm just going to pray this away. And it's like, okay, no, faith without works is dead. Okay, I can have faith, but I also have to work the faith. I can still pray knowing God's going to heal me and still go to the doctor. Knowing that God is going to give wisdom to the doctor to help me in my specific situation to then continue the healing process, okay? Yes, God can work miraculous things and heal you instantly and suddenly, but there are times and a lot of times where God says, okay, I need you to go do this to continue the healing. Yes, you are healed right now in your body right now, but you still need to go to the doctor. You still need to go get some things checked out because you're not going to know that lump is there, that cyst is there, or this is growing in your body if you don't go. Because God not, God's not going to send down no x-ray from heaven to show you what's going on in your body. 
you have to go find out for yourself. So that is a generational toxic behavior is to ignore your self-care. Okay? Okay. So go to doctor if you didn't pick up on that. All right. The next thing um, that I also learned from my mother and my grandmother is um, a controlling behavior. Controlling behavior. That's one thing I learned from my mom. Controlling behaviors. You feel like you got to control everything. And if it doesn't go your way, then it ain't right. It's kind of like someone who has to be a perfectionist. Like everything has to be their way. Everything has to go their way. And not only are you trying to control everybody else, but you're also trying to control your whole life. So from a faith-based point of view is you can't control your life. You can be a part of your life and what happens. But if you don't give it to God, then your life is going to continue to go in a way that it shouldn't. You got to relinquish control. So you have to learn how to let things go. Not only in your own personal life, but for others. If you see that someone should be doing something differently and they don't do it, even after you suggest something, don't try to control what they do. Don't get upset because they don't do it your way. You got to let that go. Okay, they have to learn on their own if they're doing it wrong or not. Or maybe the way that you're doing it all these years may not be really beneficial to you or anybody else. Some things, we, we do something for so long, we think it's the only way to do it. No, you have to learn how to go with the flow of life too. Things change. And things change for the great benefit of, of yourself and other people. You can't control what other people do. You only control what you do and how you respond to other people. Give it all to God and keep it moving. Okay? Give it to God. Keep it moving. But I learned that from my mother. Controlling, controlling, controlling. Gotta control everything. Can't control it. Okay? Okay. Anger. Another another toxic learned behavior is anger. My mother would get angry all the time. And she would show it in her hands. <laughs> I have gotten many of slaps. I've gotten many of uh, silent treatment is a is a um, a good great close first cousin to anger. You get silent, you get angry, you shut down, you don't want to talk, you play victim, throw a pity party, you want people to give you attention. To help build you back up, knowing that all you have to do is anger and sin not. There's nothing wrong with getting angry. Nothing wrong with getting angry, but how do you express your anger? It's it's in the how, not in the when. When you get angry, okay, but how do you express your anger? You know, don't take your anger out on other people. You can, um, the website also says for you to take anger management classes take anger management classes go to behavioral therapy if you have really bad anger issues and you don't know how to stop yourself from getting you know having uncontrollable um, reactions to other people so you won't lash out at other people find ways to cope and to curtail how you resolve your anger you know you can exercise can go to a boxing class if you need to you need to punch something out go to a boxing class i know covid you know we ain't trying to go to a boxing class maybe you can you know order a boxing bag and put a punching bag or you know go outside and scream out really loud um talk to somebody on the phone that you can trust to get all that out and also pray 
prayer is always a good thing. You just want to talk to somebody to get it all out to figure out why am I so angry. But don't lash out at people. But that is a learned behavior. People get angry and they say, oh, you know, well, Uncle Joe, he always got angry and he would throw things and punch things and end up beating on your your, your spouse or, or even on your children. And you got to learn how to control that because you don't want to hurt yourself. You don't want to hurt others. And you don't want that continual cycle to happen throughout your family where you're where you're using your anger to justify the fact of why you hit somebody or why you acted out in the way you did or why you said something you shouldn't have said okay okay also um oh yeah with that um we repeat what we don't repair so that goes along with the anger all of this goes along with it we repeat what we don't repair. That is a quote from Christine Langley Oba. O B A U G H. Christine Langley Oba. We repeat what we don't repair. Anger issues, controlling behavior, not taking care of ourselves is a repetitive cycle. And if we don't repair it now that we know it, then we're never going to get things fixed in our family and our I mean we are in control of our legacy what do you want to do now that's going to make the legacy of your family better than it was before okay all right here's another one a people pleaser oh man that's a learned behavior always trying to please everybody and don't never want to say no that's what happened with my grandma she ignored her self-care because she was a people pleaser she always said yes every time they called they knew they could call her they knew they could call her and say hey can you take my shift i gotta go out of town he did they always seem to call her if they didn't want to work or if they had something to do they always call her and that that made her work 24 7 all the time and with that she ignored herself she ignored she ignored her health care and, um, but also even outside of that, um, my mom, the same way when it comes to family or church, she don't say no. They call. Yes. They call. Yes. Can you do this? Yes. Can you do this? Yes. Can you do this? Yes. You have to learn how to say no. You have to learn how to say no. And it's not because you don't, that you, um, you want to be mean to them or hurt their feelings. But you have to choose you first when it comes to your well-being. If you're always saying yes to somebody, when are you going to say yes to you? When are you going to have time to say yes to you? You have to learn how to say yes to you first. Okay? You know, you got you to gotta, you gotta look at it. It's all about balance. Yes, there's nothing wrong with volunteering and helping and being dependable. But what about you? If you say yes to everybody outside your house, when do you say yes to anybody inside your house? If you're saying yes to everybody else's spouse, but you're not saying yes to your own, when are you going to have time for your wife or your or your, or your husband? When are you going to have time for your boyfriend or your girlfriend? If you're choosing to be committed to these people and to be in relationships, you have to learn how to say no to the people that's outside of what you committed to and say yes to yourself and to your relationship because if you don't you won't no longer be in a relationship you'll continue to have problems which can then spur on more problems okay so you have to not be a people pleaser sometimes a people pleaser can 
they feel like they're FOMO. What is that? Fear of missing out, which is a new term nowadays. FOMO. You you feel like you're missing out. So if you don't if you if you don't say yes, you know maybe you you might get passive on that promotion if you don't always say yes to your boss, or if you don't say yes to some friends, maybe you won't get invited to that party or get invited to something. I don't know what you get invited to right now with COVID, but still, you might get you want you might not get invited to that Zoom party. I don't know. But um, you have to choose you first when it comes to your health and your well-being. And saying no and showing your family that they are important shows your children how to choose them first as well. How that, that you choose them first. That you're not always trying to choose your work or everybody else outside the house. When you, when you say yes to you and you say yes to your family. Because then... When they have their own family, then they'll learn that it's okay to to say yes sometimes, but you have to say yes to your family first and to yourself. It's okay to say no, you know, and don't worry so much. People please do say worry. And this is me. All these things, I have have experienced all this stuff. I'm a borderline people pleaser. No, (laughs) I mean, I used to be real bad. Now, not so much. (laughs) I don't care what you think if I say no. It's okay. If I can't, I can't. If I'm able to, I'm able to. But if I can't, I can't. And if you don't respect, if you can't respect my no, then you can't. That means you don't respect me. And that means that you don't need to be a part of my life. And I wish you well. And I pray that everything happens for you and your life. And God continue to be with you. But there has to be boundaries. People have to respect your no as well as accept your yes. Okay? Okay. And the last thing is taking things personally oh man always taking things personally you gotta take everything personal it ain't all about you it is not all about you okay don't take it personal okay if somebody um doesn't do what you want them what what you thought they should do which is also back to that controlling behavior don't take it personal because it ain't about you don't take everything personal, okay? If you take it personally, then that means you're going to constantly be thinking, like, why they say this? I wonder why they didn't do that. Or I wonder, I wonder, was it me? Is it me? Is it me? Then you're going you're gonna to feed your insecurities. It's not always about you. Maybe they're having a bad day. That's probably why they didn't call you back. Um, maybe they, um... Something can happen. I mean, it happens to me all the time. Sure, I had to pause this podcast many a times because my kids kept knocking on the door. I thought I told them <laughs> that I'm recording. But anyway, I mean, I don't take it personally. Why? Because I know they're not trying to, to do it out of spite or try to, you know, sabotage me recording a podcast. They're just being kids. And kids, sometimes they hear you and sometimes they don't. And and that's how it is with life people are just being themselves and if they show you something about them that you don't like okay keep it going you know it's okay but don't take on somebody else's rejection or what they do or what they don't do meaning that something's wrong with you okay it's not your fault it's not your fault and if someone does something you know you didn't do it don't say yet don't try to um 
take on that accountability and that responsibility of what they did when they did it is wrong if they did it it's their fault don't say oh i'm so sorry well you know if you know if i um if i had did this maybe you wouldn't have did this no everybody is accountable for their own actions okay everybody is accountable for their own actions so i hope you learned something today I hope you learned. I hope you saw something about generational habits and learned behavior and how it can be detrimental to your life and to your to the life of your of your legacy and to the next generations to come. You know, don't ignore your self care. Don't have a controlling uh, behavior. You know, don't act out on your anger in a negative way. Don't be a people pleaser. You know, don't go around with a silent treatment. Don't take things personally. It's not all about you. If you don't learn anything, I know one thing. It ain't all about us. It's not all about us. It's not all about us. And I have several quotes. <laughs> several quotes that I want to point out. The first quote is, Learned behavior does not excuse acknowledged behavior. And that came from me. That's a quote from me, Tierra Monique. Learned behavior does not excuse acknowledged behavior. Which basically means that um, you're doing something that was passed down to you from generation to generation. But now you know that this is not how it's supposed to be and this is not how I should behave and this is not how my family should behave. Now that you know it, you can't use the fact that the common them did it as an excuse because now you know. You have acknowledged the behavior. You have acknowledged that it's toxic. Now it's time for you to act accordingly correct it okay okay another one is it's up to us to break generational curses when they say it runs in the family you tell them this is where it runs out Woo. taking it's it's, it's it's accepting accountability it's saying okay i, I can't i can't it's, it's gonna st- it's gonna stop right here with us the buck stops here it, 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 this is where this is where I'm getting off this train and I'm, I'm gonna hop on another one okay here's another one put an end to any negative habits or patterns in your family's history be the one who rises up and changes things do you see that theme it's a theme that was from Sandy Krakowski and the one before was from um, anonymous so I don't know who that was but one more thing about accountability okay when it comes to breaking generational curses and breaking generational learned behavior. Accountability feels like an attack when you're not ready to acknowledge your toxic behavior. So when you want to stop certain things that's been happening in your family and they don't want to stop, they're going to feel attacked if they want if they don't recognize that it's toxic. And if you don't recognize it's toxic, you're going to take it as an attack. If someone is, is calling you out and say, hey, you shouldn't be doing that, and you recognize that you shouldn't be doing it, stop doing it. But if you don't want to accept accountability, then you're going you're to think it's an attack on you, but it's not. It's an, it's, it is a calling out on what has been going on in your family all those years, and it's up to you to stop it so that you can change the direction the narrative for your family from here on out okay okay thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of talk it up with tiara monique again this is episode 43 
she get it from who who do you who do you get your stuff from let me know send me a comment talk about with tiara monique and my dm on instagram on facebook same thing talk about with tiara monique you can email me at talk it up with tiara monique um at gmail.com you can also go to my website at everything again um thank you so much for listening be kind to yourself don't forget to seek um be kind to yourself and other people love yourself and love other people um love god most importantly and love other people um seek god first in all the things you do that's matthew 6 and until uh, next time um god bless you and smooches <laughs>